Hey there, this is Joel with the Path Design Podcast. Just reminding you that these specific videos that you are about to hear are much better viewed on YouTube because they hold images, pictures, photographs, slides that kind of depict everything we'll be talking about in this specific episode. And so keep that in mind as you listen that you might want to go to our YouTube channel. Just search Path Design Podcast on YouTube. And that way you will be able to see the images that depict what we're going to talk about so you get a more full picture of what is discussed here in this episode. Thank you for listening. Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for joining us today. If you're new around here, you can go to pathtozion.com anytime you want to and find two plus years of audio recordings there. All these videos are duplicated in audio form over on the website. You can always reach out to us on Facebook, anywhere you find us. We're pretty much on every platform you can find, um, so we're very easy to locate. Uh, connect with us as well at pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Listen, I want to get right into today. This was an unexpected thing, but I wanted to jump on. Right now it's morning, and there are some things that have been happening here since last night, uh, about 9 o'clock last night, and I want to share them this morning because I, w- I feel like there is a, and I use this word with great caution, if you're familiar with the program, you know that. This is not some prophetic channel where you tune in to find out the latest, you know, labeled word of the Lord. We could put that in our titles and get more hits and more attention. If you put prophecy for 2021, prophecy for the election, prophecy in this, prophecy in that, and I may do that with this recording. I don't know yet. I'm just being, I'm being honest. But if I do that, it's not to get more hits or more attention because I know that that's kind of a buzzword. You throw that out there, oh, we need to know the latest prophecy of, of, the, of God. But today is very sobering, and if again, that's not something new here. I understand. We're very, we're very serious pretty much all the time on here. But something happened last night that I feel is very imperative for me to go on here and share with anyone who might want to hear it. Now, now to do that, and to be fair, I have to set the table a little bit about why this matters, and, and I just want to sit here and just imagine, if you will, you pull up a chair here at the table, and you sit down, and you and I just have a conversation. And, and I would, in humility, just present to you, I feel like this is what the Spirit's saying right here, right now. Because of some circumstances that have been happening in this nation, um, it's happening all over the world, but I'm going to use a specific circumstance that happened yesterday um, to make this point, because that's what the Father used to speak to me through, and so obviously it makes sense for me. Now, I have to, again, set the table a little bit about who I am, not for the sake of you knowing me, and this is no biography um, episode, but for you to really grasp what I'm about to say, I have to say this, because otherwise it won't have as much oomph behind it. Now, when, now, I'm 47 years old now, but when I was younger, teens, 20s, 30s, I was just a very vile man. I was very, I had addictions, I had lusts of my flesh, I was the typical flesh man, but I'd like to say that, I'm, yeah, I'm with Paul, I'm, I'm the worst of sinners, <laughs> uh, and I don't just like, yeah, you know how I was. I mean, I was just, I was awful. Um I had a horrible mouth. I couldn't go three words without cursing for many years. I had awful addictions, pornography, horror films, 
music was a big thing for me, like the worst of the worst of the worst music um, that would make me literally, other than the blood of Yeshua and the new creation reality, I would be in shame even today over the things that I've given myself to in my life. But in the new creation reality, in the born-again experience that I had roughly 15 years ago, I mean, I made a decision when I was young. I asked Jesus into my heart because I surely didn't want to go to hell. I understood that. That had been driven into me plenty, message after message, sermon after sermon. I knew that, but I had no heart exchange. I had no biblical demonstration of an Ezekiel reality of a heart exchange. I say here on the program all the time, the, the ask Jesus into your heart doctrine is not biblical. We don't have time to get into all that. So I had the heart exchange. My heart of stone was removed, like the scripture says, and I was given a heart of flesh that could what? That could feel. Because a heart of stone is a natural carnal man. It's a, it's a heart that cannot receive the tenderness in the, in the voice of Yahweh the Creator. It cannot. It can't get through. Now, Holy Spirit breaks that down and makes it a little more penetrable right before our regeneration. We won't get into all that principle there. But for the, fa- for the last 15 years or so, new creation reality, me and my wife, because we were married five years before this, um, in, in all of my issues, she had a few of her own. We, we had some problems. But, and, and oddly enough, I was on staff at a church, two different churches in that season of just depravity and sin and self. Nobody even noticed. Nobody even knew. Nobody even had any idea. You can fake through all that religious stuff, and we did that. But for the last 15 years or so, we have been hard and heavy towards holiness. Now, now that definition has changed through the years about what that even means, and I'm going to hit the pause. Stay with me. This matters. There is a purpose in me telling you this. And so in the last, excuse me, 15 years or so, we have gone deeper and deeper into a constantly updated by definition and understanding of what holiness is. Now, we talk about that on the program all the time about holiness, biblically speaking, is a consecrated, set-apart, distinctness, whether it's a person, a place, uh, uh, all these things. Holiness is not just being good and moral. Holiness is being like identifiably different. When you line up 10 things, and if you say one is holy, 10 orange straws, okay? And one of those straws is green. Well, that doesn't make sense. 10 straws, nine are orange, one is green. The green one is holy. It's consecrated. It's different. It's set apart. It's distinct. It's identifiable. That one is is not like the rest. Now, that's a biblical understanding of holiness, marked by Yahweh Elohim. Different. Now, I say that because of this. The last 15 years in that pursuit of holiness, consecration, we have become more sensitive. Our discernment has changed. My my spiritual man, we, we are what we feed, okay? We are what we feed. Now, you can be a spiritual man you know, by by a bite a day, or you can be a spiritual man by three meals a day. You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of how much we give ourselves to the sanctification process as a spiritual man post-regeneration in Yeshua the Son. And so as we go along this, this journey of our life in our household, what more needs to go? Father, if there's any wicked way in me, show me what it is, and it's getting out the door today. And we... Let's see 
Let's see if there's something to this. If this is if this is corrupting me in any way, it's got to go. It's going out the door, and that's how we live. And so because of that, and again, this is for a purpose, we have become very sensitive. Our discernment, our spiritual man operation is heightened. It's increased. It's not a prideful thing. If anything, this is what we should be doing. And if we can't boast in the work of the Lord in our lives, then we have a problem. It's a false pride. It's a, I don't want you to think I'm too good. This is not about me. This is about a supernatural work of my king, okay? So I I tell you this because of um, where I'm going to go right now. For what transpired in our house last night, my wife and I, we we put our son to bed, and we're just sitting here, and and while she was finishing up reading with him to end the day, um, I knew that there was a a bad pile-up crash um, in the Fort Worth, Texas area. Um, We have some friends my wife spoke to, um, who lives out there, and so they were talking about it while I was at work yesterday. Um, we have a relative who lives out that direction. I myself, I used to live an hour from Dallas years ago, and so we were talking about that, and I decided to look into it just to kind of see what happened. And friends, this, this is when things get serious, because again, this is no self-appointed prophecy channel where I lean in and I put prophecy in all caps in the title here and try to grab hits. This is how the word of the Lord works, right? A prophecy, according to the scripture, is simply one who speaks and declares the oracles of Yahweh Elohim. The ones who hear and see something that's to come, and you say it for what it is, however it comes, it is what it is. It's not, you know, and there's false prophecy at every corner right now. You you know, I have some issues with that. And so we have to be clear, we have to hold this so tenderly and and cautiously as men of discernment and wisdom in a lifestyle now of saying, Yahweh, I want to be one who declares your oracles. I want to speak your word. I want to be one with, with with, with the ability to rightly filter through your spirit all this mess in me, get out of the way and in its proper place to speak and declare the oracles of the living God. I believe we do that. I believe that that is a normal function, and it doesn't have to be so fluffy and huge and like delivered when you're yelling and screaming, and thus says the Lord, I'm telling you, oh, I see those guys, whoo, I want to punch my, my, my screen. <laughs> so, that being said, I am convinced that, that the Father spoke to me prophetically last night and what took place in that wreck in, in Fort Worth, Texas yesterday, and please, just, is this guy just crazy again? (laughs) Or is this what you're saying? Father, tell us, is this true? Okay. And so if you don't know what it is, um, I'm going to show you some slides and some things that are very interesting. Okay. That stood out to me. Um, But the why I shared about who I am and where I've been in tiny measure is we humanity have become desensitized. We've become desensitized. We think we're invincible. We think nothing can touch us. Nothing can penetrate us. Even even if we're not careful, new religion Christianity can give you all these verses to throw at every single thing you face. You're more than a conqueror. You're this. You're that. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this. It's just emotion. It's it's this cheerleader, natural man prowess and strength and ability that just is kind of flavored and tainted with a little bit of scripture to make it sound, you know, good and appealing and right. But we have to be careful with that specifically. But we are created to feel. We're created to be affected. 
And we, friends, are in a world that is very, very, very numb, callous. And so my wife and I, we, we watched some videos of the, of the accident last night. Now, this may seem crazy to you, and that's okay. We watched some videos of the accident, and friends, I'm telling you, she started weeping, and I started just tearing up and crying at, at just like, there's just something about these events. It, it kicked my heart back to 9-11. Now, I don't believe 9-11 in any way is what we were told it was, and that's irrelevant, but whatever it was and however it came about and who did it anyway, aside, catastrophic, unbelievable. Now, this, this hit that same place in me watching the videos last night. If you've not seen them, I would warn you now to be careful to watch them. The eyewitness ones that are like people in their vehicles with their phones filming what's taking place 10 feet beside them. I'm telling you. But because we're sensitive, because we live a life of holiness, because we choose to deliberately live consecrated and set apart and distinct, and what every single thing that comes into these matters, when we watch that video, man... We were broken. We were broken. And I was just like, I'm literally, I'm literally, as we're watching it out loud, I'm saying, Father, what are you saying? Father, what are you saying? What are you saying, God? What are you doing? What are you, this is not just mere emotion like, you know, smoke and lights and music crescendos in a worship service. This is the Spirit of the Lord saying, and I'm crying out, I'm groaning. What are you saying, Father? I want to know. And so as we're watching this, and we watched two or three videos, we just stopped and prayed. We're just crying out to the Father, Yahweh, do what you have to do to awaken your people, to awaken your church that's sleeping, slumbering, and to awaken the, the rest of humanity that has no clue what's going on. And sadly, much of the church is as clueless as the world about prophecy about foretold suffering and, and struggle and trials and tribulations that will come to us all. And so in, in light of that, I, I want to show this in case you didn't see any of these things. There might be someone who has not. And so this is just some images of what took place yesterday. Now, this is, this is hard to imagine. It was 100-plus vehicles, six people, six fatalities, the last I heard, and... What I'm not going to show is the first-hand accounts that were in the videos of people in this. Man, people right on the other side of the median there, filming from the other side, from a safe place of just car after car after car after car, tractor trailers, y'all, hitting the backs of other cars and launching up over them sparks and fire and sounds that make you ill, Okay? Cars that were unidentifiable, and this is not for emotionalism. Please don't get sucked into believing this is just some emotionalism-driven thing. It is not. But images mean something to us. Yahweh's given us eyes to see things. And so, as we're watching videos again that I'm not going to show, my heart was just grieved. And I just started this train of thought, okay, that I want to I present. Because again, they said this went on for a half of a mile. A half of a mile, y'all. Okay? And so what are we talking about this for? As we prayed last night, I just felt the Spirit saying, Joel, this is where humanity is headed. This is the demise of humanity. 
They're just going along, cruising where you've gone every morning, repetition. You're just driving out at 6 in the morning on a highway you've driven your whole life, maybe. Every morning you do it, no big deal. Drinking your coffee, going into work, or wherever you're going. And all of a sudden, a tractor tra- the tractor trailer jackknifes and creates a roadblock in an icy interstate. Over and over and over and over. People's lives were ending. And at the very least, altered, changed. And I'm just trying to find words to put to this. I am convinced the Spirit is saying, this is humanity. Everybody's just going their own way. Even the church. What are we teaching right now? The Sabbath, Seventh-day Sabbath creation day event. And the scriptures prophesy all throughout, everywhere you look, in the end of the age, there's going to be a lawless people. Men will be lawless. The church is lawless. We don't need law. We don't need commands. We don't need told to do. We have Jesus. The world has self. The world has all these things. We've talked about that too. False idols, false gods. What? That bring us sustenance, provision, safety even. It's whether it's in ourself or whether it's in a false idol Christian Jesus that is that is divorced from the commands of Yahweh Elohim. We have all these forms set up to give us peace, to cram peace. We're okay, we're okay, we're okay. It's just another day. But friends, it's not going to forever just be another day. A pileup is coming to humanity. And dare we say it's already here, but nobody's paying attention. No one, few, few are watching. Few are watching. So so let's just back up another step. Are you watching? Are you sensitive? Are you listening to what the Spirit's saying? Are you listening? Okay, so here's the story, because I want to keep this brief so that you pay attention as much as possible. So as I'm watching this video, one of them that we watched was a, a news crew. And they were interviewing a couple, an older, older couple, probably in their 50s, late 50s. It's not old, but you know what I mean. They're not 20. And they were there because they got a phone call or a text or something from their son who was in the crash. And the, and the reporter says, how is he doing? How did he sound? He sounded bad. The woman's crying. He didn't sound good. He was having trouble breathing. We can't find him. He's in a blue Toyota Camry somewhere in there. I have a son. And and they end up finding him. He comes out and he's just kind of little dazed, you know, and they interview him, which is just ridiculous. Leave the poor boy alone. And friends, just listen to what I'm presenting, please, as possible. And and the video crew shows them walking off the embankment off the side of the interstate. And this is what I saw. Okay? This is them, the 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 husband and wife with their son. And what I I don't know why this is, but my eyes 
went right to that building that maybe you've already seen. It's a church building. And it says, Sphere, go. And friends, I'm just going to be completely honest. This is what the Spirit's saying right now. Please listen. As I showed this, because this man, this is, this is what the Spirit's saying isn't even exactly what I had in mind. It's that and more. Please listen. My son, who's nine years old, I showed him this picture. I said, son, I'm not showing you this crash. It's too awful. It's too horrible. There's nothing good to see here. It's too much. But I said, what do you see on that building? What do you see, son? And this is what he said. Please listen to what I'm going to present. He said, in his short attention span, scan and say something, nine-year-old boy mind, <laughs> he said, it says, fear God, daddy. I said, no, son. And I did not think of this until literally 10 seconds ago. He said, it says, fear God, Dad. I said, no, son, look closer. And he does. He leans in. Obviously, it's a kind of a small little picture. Oh, it says, fear, go. And friends, this is what I'm going to say to you right here, right now. You see the image, and then I'm going to go back to the camera here. You see it. I think there's a prophetic word in that. We don't fear God. It's been taken out. It's not been taken out by the Democratic Party. <laughs> so foolish. It's not been taken out by a godless America. It's been taken out by humanity from the very beginning of time. We do not fear God. We do not fear the Almighty Yahweh Elohim. We don't fear. Ever since Eve reached out and ate of that tree, fear in its proper place left the earth. And so we can't say fear go. We can't say fear go until we fear God, y'all. Yahweh Elohim. We can't, we have no authority to say fear go. Be gone from here in the name of Jesus until we fear Yahweh. People say we're too much. Joel, you're too serious. You're too sober. You're called to set apart, but not me. Not like that. This is why. This is why. We have to be set apart and fear Yahweh. And keep His holy Sabbath day. And keep His feasts. And walk in His ways. Because our own ways are not right and good. And they lead to death and destruction. And they lead to a lawless people who says, who Yahweh says through his son, I never knew you. Depart from me, what? Lawless ones. Ones who did not fear Yahweh my father. Depart from me, I never knew you. But we did signs and wonders. Jesus, we did signs and wonders. We cast out demons. We prophesied. Did you see my church attendance? Did you see what I did in my living room? Did you see what I did for you? I never knew you, child. I never knew you. Because you're lawless. 
You're self-governed. You do whatever you want, and I cannot receive you unto myself because I demanded you keep the laws of my Father. Because that is what marks his people. As it always has, it always has. In our previous teaching that's ongoing about Sabbath, Abraham wasn't just who he was because he was a man of faith. It says he kept the commands of Yahweh Elohim. Before commands officially came to the earth, Abraham kept the commands of the God of all gods. He was a law keeper, which made him a man of faith. So there's one There's one thing to be said in all this that the Spirit is saying, as clear as I'm sitting here, exit off of the wide way. Exit out. Exit out. The Father gave my wife a vision several months ago about us exiting off even further, a more narrow way. We taught on this weeks ago. Wide way, narrow, exit. Narrower exit, narrower exit. That's our life, our sanctification life of holiness. All the way unto death now. What are we told? The narrow. Few find it. Few even know it's there, and even fewer find that it's find their way into it. Few now. Exit off. Exit off. I'm gonna make this clear for you. Exit off. Let this sink into our our brains. Exit off. Exit out. Let me show you this. And then I'm going to bring this to an end. So I woke up early this morning. Checked our radar like we always do because we're soaked to the bone here. We get about 40 inches of rain a week here, it seems. Please listen to what I'm saying. So I checked this, and, and on my phone, I have earthquake notices for our radar. Green dots where I live. I'm not afraid of let people know where I live. I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of principalities and powers. There's an earthquake this morning, early, early hours this morning, on either side of us. And I already went to bed, man. Like, all right, Father, what are you saying? What are you saying? Got up this morning. What are you saying? What are you saying? Check the weather. Two earthquakes, man, on either side of us. Father, what are you saying? What are you saying? A shaking's coming. Exit. Exit out of this world. Her passions. Her ways. Her patterns. The drive to just go as you're always going, do what you're always doing. The end's never coming. Man, the disciples said that the end of the age is tomorrow. Here we still are. But we're always told, be alert, be sober, be aware. It could be in the the next moment. It could be in the next moment. It could be in the next moment. So what have we been saying in closing? Leave. That's If you could pick one word, To define this broadcast over the last six months specifically, leave, leave nationalism, 
Leave lawless, driv- lawless driven Christianity. That's divorced from Yahweh's commands. It said, Jesus, the, the new religion God-man came and you know what? He changed everything. We have a new Sabbath day now. We have a new way of doing church. The church was birthed in Acts chapter 2. Forget all that stuff and become a lawless people because you're free in Jesus. We've said to leave that. We've said to leave self-driven living that believes you're invincible, that you don't need God. I don't need Yahweh, really, now. Our verbiage says we do. We wear the t-shirts. It's in our Bible. It's on our Bible covers. But I mean for real, a life that is so dependent upon Him, it's like going without food and drink. We cannot survive without hearing the voice of our Father moment by moment leave generational religious traditions of men. Leave them all. Burn them. Tear them down. It's idolatry. 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 Leave idolatry. Come out from among them and be separate. And we've also said this, and this, if you don't know the program, will be a word that freaks you out, but the Luciferian government and order of this world and the patterns therein, and all that is... Is the, is, the, is the deceptive bait that was presented to Eve in the garden, which is something beautiful, something desirable, something that she wanted. She wasn't repulsed by the Luciferian proposal. She was drawn in by its beauty. And we talk about that a lot on the program. Be careful that you're not just opposed to obvious evil, but allured in by something seemingly good. Leave these things. So what I prayed this morning in final closing, I cried out, Father, be merciful, be kind, be patient, be who you've always been. (laughs) But don't forget, because we see that in the scripture, Father, remember your covenant, remember your promises, be slow to wrath, continue to be slow to become angry, God, Be, be full of compassion, thank you that you desire none to perish, but equally so, (laughs) awaken humanity. Awaken humanity. Awaken the church. You do whatever you've got to do to shake us. That's what we've been talking about in our house this morning. Our whiteboard teaching, Hosea, Isaiah, Daniel, Revelation, shaking. That's why I showed that image of the earthquakes. I'm not being freaky. I'm just saying there's a shaking. It's not coming, friends. It's here. But if we're not sensitive... If we are desensitized by what we watch and what we listen to and what comes out of our mouth, we will not see. That's part of the elect being led astray. Even the elect are sucked into politics and worldly patterns and functions and and activity. And so we're not becoming a mature, discerning people in the church now. The world's a whole other issue. Their eyes are blind. They are a hard-hearted, stony heart callous until Holy Spirit presses on that to break it down for Yeshua to come in and, and, and take out that heart of stone, it's a whole different category. But the church now, she too has what? Lost her first love. She's becoming hard. She has become hard and calloused. So let's be sensitive. Let's be alert. Let's be aware. Let's be a people that's like, not hyper-spiritual. I see enough of that. This is not that. We're not talking about, well, it's it's 2.30 on the clock. 2.30, 2.30. What are you saying, Holy Spirit? 2.30. Okay, Proverbs 2.30. Okay, 
I'm not now father speaks to me that way, but without all the hype and without all the oh I got to get on Facebook and post about it. It's real life, but it doesn't have to be so hyperized. Make a word up. Whatever it takes, father, or we're not going to make it. You know, people have told me all my life, you better be careful how you pray because Yahweh's going God is going to do it. He's going to do it. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Father, bring whatever shaking is necessary for your people, for the apple of your eye creation to be awakened. Because listen, if we're not awakened, we're going to die in our sin and depravity, and then there's no hope for us. So tell me what's worse, a heavy hand of judgment coming and waking people on the earth up now, or allowing us to stay dormant, slumbering, dead in our sin, and die in our separated condition? Which is worse? I want a shaking. If that will position us as humanity and, of course, as the bride being made ready for the bridegroom, Father, forgive me, I've been asleep. Thank you for something that came to me that's horribly hard because it's for my good. And so that's what I'm saying. There's a shaking here. In that accident, as our hearts were just torn, Yahweh, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? Go back to that part in your mind of what I showed you. That word says, fear, go. Unless that go is changed into fear God first, fear Yahweh Elohim, everything's within his hand now. Fear him in a rightful biblical way. Fear him. He's holy. He's righteous. His ways are perfect. We cannot say fear, go, fear, go until we fear him. We must fear him, people. The shaking is here. The shaking is here. His people will not be moved because he will not be moved. He is my foundation. He is my, my building that, that I, righteous in the blood of Yeshua the Son, run into and I'm saved. I'm safe there. I'm secure. I put that out there. Do with it what you will. This is the Path to Zion podcast. We are trying to rediscover the ancient way. We're trying to be a people who hear the word of Yahweh what the Spirit is declaring to His people and to this earth in this hour. Thank you for watching. Reach out to us. Let us know what you're hearing. What's the Father saying to you? People are emailing us. Get added to it. We will respond likely the day you send it. Path Design Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for watching. Amen.